welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Hello, Broads. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. You know, this is a holiday fraught with horrible, atrocious history, uh-huh. um, but also some nice traditions that most of us still go along with and, uh, and, and good food. But whether or not you're celebrating Thanksgiving this year, I think it's important that we all do take a day to collectively talk about and reflect upon the things that we are grateful for. I would absolutely agree. Thankfulness is key. And let's just get into what <laughs> what you really came to this episode for. Yes, I'm pregnant again. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was going to do this whole thing of weaving it in. Like, thankful for life <laughs> and thankful for love. Whatever. This is a shameless plug for my second pregnancy. <laughs> I mean, congratulations. But, uh, but actually, Cheers. <laughs> You're nothing with your water. I have water. Cheers. Obviously, it's water. Ding. Obviously. Obviously. I'm using my brewmate for water and not a chilled alcoholic beverage. Never. <laughs> <You know>. mm. <laughs> never. Always pregnant, never drinking. Oh, that's my <laughs> new life. Always pregnant, never Becca, drinking. You're pregnant. I know. You're pregnant. I know. <laughs> I know. And actually, this whole Thanksgiving thing, it's kind of just coinciding with the timing because I am being a little bit old fashioned and announcing towards the end of my first trimester and all of that. So, um, yeah, it kind of just happened to fall this way. Yeah, it was kind of a random. Like, <sighs> Becca was like, should we talk about it on Thanksgiving? Like, I mean, I'm thankful. I'm like, well, yeah, girl, <laughs> like, let's talk about it because you are coming up towards the very end, huh? Wow. So, all right. So, here's what we'll do. I'll start out by talking about a little bit of logistics because I'm sure people are curious about the due date, uh-huh. all that kind of stuff. Um, talk about, you know, the sex and all of the baby, which everyone's so obsessed with and all that kind of thing. But I also want to talk a little bit about, um, we never, we may do another separate episode about this, but we never really got into what it's like having an unplanned pregnancy. Yes. Both of us, Jess and I, have experienced this, which, hi, hello. Also, if you have never tuned into Chatty Broads before, welcome. Welcome. We are all broads here, and this is Jess, my beautiful, lovely co-host, and hi, one of hello. my best friends. <laughs> and uh, both of us have shared the experience of having an unplanned pregnancy. And One uh, of the things that brought us together in the first place. Yes. Yeah. And so I want to talk a little bit about that and talk about this is kind of the way to tie in the thankfulness of how thankful I am. And I know you are for mm-hmm. the journeys that uh, uh, that all this has taken us on the journeys of motherhood and all that. So let's get into <laughs> I just can't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm just still, I'm just still in shock. I'm still in shock. <laughs> this is crazy. I know I lo- it's not that crazy, but it is. But it is though, because like my most favorite part about this is like she's too young and she's not ready to get married, Ari. I know. <laughs> I know. Although of course everyone's like, an unplanned pregnancy doesn't count as being mature and ready for family. That's you know what the what the naysayers hey, say. The haters. All of you for saying that you can suck it. Ruth is fantastic, <laughs> beautiful, well taken care of. Love. She's gonna yeah. rule the world, and baby number two is gonna do the same. Yeah, and I'm a good. Well, that's the thing. I wasn't lying on the Bachelor when I said I wanted kids soon, guys. I hello. I want six. 
six kids, so you got to get started early on that. <laughs> she wasn't Can't six. wait around forever. That wasn't just like her fun tagline <laughs> on the show. <laughs> It no. wasn't her like quirky like <laughs> it wasn't her quirky uh I love fact. children. And now you're seeing it. Manifest I'm a nanny and I life. really want to have six kids. No, it's true. Well it's kind of crazy actually. After I left my last nanny job, which was before going on The Bachelor, I said, you know, I said to my mom, I don't think I want to do this again unless mm-hmm. it's with my own kids. Like this is hard. It was really hard for me to leave nanny jobs and leave the kids. Because of getting and emotionally attached. Yes. Yeah. Um the last child I took care of, it was from when she was six weeks old up until she was a year and a half. And that was there was a bond that was created and it was really difficult for me to leave that job. I honestly cannot even wrap my brain around it when I drop Ember off at daycare and I talk to some of the like her little girlfriends for like ten minutes, I'm like emotionally attached and like can I take them home or is that a no okay no the idea of being with someone like when you'd be nannying some of your little ones at like starting at three months or whatever like six weeks six weeks thinking about how tiny she was and like how much I learned you know taking care of her which was really helpful um transitioning into motherhood with Ruth um but anyway let's let's get I I'm trying to think of what some of the most uh common questions are going to be Let's get into that in, in, in a minute. In a moment, in a moment. Uh, well, <clears throat> as you know, it is Thanksgiving Day. So we should talk about something that I am truly thankful for. I'm thankful for Kate Hudson. Yes, who isn't? She's America's sweetheart. But more than anything, I'm thankful that her and her team have provided all of us with the cutest, most chic, most comfortable, and by far most affordable activewear out there. It's Fabletics. Fabletics. Let's see. I started. I started wearing Fabletics in college. Actually, did you really? Oh yeah. Whenever when I first met you, you'd always be popping up in the cutest. I mean, one one of the things that I first noticed about you always the very cute activewear, and you'd show up and I'd be like, "Damn, she looks good." Damn, she looks active even though she's not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I started wearing it years ago, wore it all throughout my pregnancy, actually, with Ruth, Mm -hmm. and uh, still been wearing it now. And I just love the affordability. I love that the pieces are still quality, and they always have ever-changing styles. It's awesome. It truly is the best. You just hop online and take a quick 60-second style pop quiz for personalized outfit recommendations. By the way, I was recommended outfits that were completely up my alley. Um, And then you can shop from the thousands of styles curated for you you can check out as a guest or become a vip and if you're a vip you get up to 50 percent off regular prices 50 percent uh free shipping and more it's very very much worth it um like right now you can get two leggings for only 24 dollars. that's a 99 dollar value as a vip by using a special link we'll give you um and make sure you enter your email address at the end of the quiz and you'll start receiving exclusive monthly discounts in the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet and these discounts are amazing and and all designs are done in-house, so you won't find these pieces anywhere else. You're not going to bump into them somewhere. Um, and again, price-wise, nothing better. You can go to any other store and won't get these prices. Uh, that's a fact. For instance, at Fabletics, you're getting two leggings for 24 which is almost half the price of a Lululemon sports bra. Um, or you can get an entire outfit for half the price of most retailers in general. And Fabletics has a 45-day workout guarantee. You can sweat it out for 45 days, and if it doesn't perform, you can return it for a full refund. You can get two leggings for only $24. It's a $99 value. When you sign up for VIP, all you have to do is go to fabletics.com slash chatty to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash chatty to get two leggings for only $24. Again, fabletics.com slash chatty. Terms and conditions do apply. 
Okay, so can we talk about your pregnancy first, this current one, and then get yes. into? Because oh, that's I'm what sure, I'm saying. Okay, I'm trying to think of what beautiful. all the, the, the most, well, the FAQ. Okay, hold on. <laughs> first of all, I'm going to say, maybe I should. Mm, no, first let's talk about the fun stuff. No, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> How did it, it happen? We it, well, <laughs> hold on. Let me. Yeah, actually, I'm going to put that on hold for a second. So my due date, I believe... I don't really remember, to be honest. This is already, I'm already going through the second child You're already thing. the second mom. You're like, it's I, don't, already the I second don't know what its name is ever going to be. <laughs> I forget it's there most of the time. No, um, June 18th, I think, is the guesstimate. And uh, and I'm sure we'll be getting into this uh, later on. But so far, it's a uncomplicated, normal pregnancy. So I think I'll be having home birth this time. I'm interviewing midwives. So a much fun. Birth. Yes, I'm so excited. Oh, and that's gonna be so special to have it like in your home. Yes, like, this is your in our and new Gray's, place. Like, first home together. Oh, so much has changed since Ruth was born, and in such a short span of time, in so many positive ways that I'm so thankful for. And I think it'll be really special. I wanted oh, to do yeah. it with Ruth, um, but we didn't actually like sign up for it in time with our midwife, basically. So, but I loved doing it at the birth center. So I'm really looking forward to that. So middle of June, we're looking at, uh, which means that right now, as of today, actually, I am 11 weeks along. Oh, my God. That's wild. Isn't it? And another... Isn't it? Smooth sailing. Like, you are not sick. Well, you know right? what? It, it wasn't smooth sailing with Ruth. And, and one thing I'm so grateful for in this pregnancy is with Ruth, I felt, we felt, Gray and I, to be honest, a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment. Yeah. And we got pregnant three months into knowing each other. And this time it's different and we have a life together and we're very happy with each other. And he is a, such a fantastic intuitive dad. And so it's been a completely night and day different experience. So, um, I lost track pregnancy brain. What was I just talking about? Well, I was saying smooth sailing, meaning that like oh, you're feeling oh. well, like how you felt. Oh, well yes, with I Ruth. know. Yeah. But uh, what I was going to say was about that is with Ruth, I didn't announce until I was 21 weeks. So that because of all the shame and everything with that, um, I kept things very private and very hidden until I was well into my second trimester. And so yeah. it's really fun now to be announcing in my first trimester and getting kind of share this early experience because things do change so much as the weeks go on with Ruth. Uh, my first trimester, it was not horrible by any means what some people go through, but I threw up several times and I was kind of constantly battling that morning nausea. Whenever I would get in a car for some reason, it was like motion sickness city. Did you really? Oh, I thought yeah. for some reason that like, you were totally fine. No. Or were you just kind of being a trooper? Like you were just like, okay, I mean, you're going to have to Well, I was pretending not to be pregnant most of the time, you know? Yeah, well, that might, yeah. And I was also still a little bit in personal denial, so... Yeah. I, you're just puking on the side of the road. You're like, no, nah, this isn't from the baby. Like, oh. I, I'm just, you know, I ate too much last night. Like, I just am feeling a little sick. Cool. I remember one time one of my friends came over for brunch and I was throwing up all morning before she got there. And I was just like, I'm still going to make the quiche. Like, oh this is going to be God. fun. And uh, so I wasn't horrible, but also like the fatigue, like, oh man, I remember I went to a yoga class at six weeks with Ruth and I could barely move through the through the flow I could barely walk upstairs without getting winded and I was just like falling on the couch all the time and I am so thankful now having my beautiful daughter that I am I am hardly going through any symptoms at all this time around wow. the fatigue did set in 
uh, last week, actually. Okay. There was some days where I'd get home from school and I had, you know, I was like, I got to do the dishes. I got to get caught up on my homework. And I would sit down on the couch and be like, I'm not, I can't move. I'm not moving. I'm not doing anything for the rest of the night. And so that set in a little bit with a little bit of fatigue, but very mild and virtually no nausea. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise the Lord. No nausea. It's fantastic. Uh, As long as I'm eating my little snacks and meals regularly. Yeah. We've been good. So I'm, it's been awesome. It's been really a a big blessing. So let's see, do then. Okay. And finding out the sex of the baby. So with Ruth, we decided pretty quickly on Gray and I, eh, let's, let's save it. It's so fun. It'll be fun. And and it was killing me. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, I had my dreams that it was a girl and everything. So I kind of thought it was girl. It was so fun. And I was, I, I was really looking forward to it being a surprise. And also, you know, the sex of the baby is not the end all be all, but it is, it is a fun surprise. Yeah. Now this time I'm like, you know what? We've had enough surprises. And so I felt pretty much shortly after I found out, I want to find out if this baby is going to be my son or daughter. I'm super excited. And it's not going to change the way I feel about them or anything like that. And of course they can choose their gender identity in the future. However, I wanted to know, I wanted to freaking know what their, what their, what kind of genitals they were going to have. Okay. Of course. Um, You have to know if you are going to be used to cleaning the same ones. True. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, (laughs) so yeah, actually a lot of people don't know this. I don't know why more people, don't wait for the ultrasound scan at like 20 weeks, which can be really inaccurate. You can get a freaking uh, uh, DNA, like genetic testing as early as nine weeks. I had no idea. Yeah. If I would have known that, I would have found out what uh, sex Ember was immediately just because I just was so curious about everything. Like I was like, I just need to know everything. Well, I think it's kind of important because it tests for genetic abnormalities like Down syndrome, et cetera. So that's also important to know, but you can do it. Yeah, we did it with Ruth um, last year, even though we weren't finding out the sex just so we could make sure that she was perfectly healthy and all Mm of that. Uh, so since I already knew that was around, I was like the nine week mark rolled around. I am going to the lab and I am getting that done right now. So Uh, at this point, okay. So we, we are actually recording this a few days before it's releasing. So at this point I haven't received the lab results back. It's five to seven business days and I got it done last Tuesday. So it may, I may at this moment on Thursday, Thanksgiving, I may or may not know what the sex of the baby is. But right now, as we're recording, I don't know. And then that means that I'm going to know, too, because if you don't text me immediately, I'll freak. Well, <laughs> this is this is me, devilish me, trying to decide, too, if I might keep it a secret from everyone. Except oh, me and Greg. Out. <laughs> I don't think I can do it. I don't think I have the self-control. Becca's like, I'm going to keep it a secret. Little does she know, when her and Gray and Ruth are sleeping in the night, I will crawl no, in you're gonna cat find out- burglar style, like up against the wall and be like shimmering. shimmering. No, you're going to find out which lab I went to and you're going to be like, hi, I'm, I'm Rebecca Martinez, born 2 10 um, uh, Hi, hello. <laughs> I, I forgot. I know I just called last week, but pregnancy brain, I forgot. Do you mind just letting me know just real quick thank you so much yeah so i might i I don't think i can keep it like from friends and family but i might do it like a public secret that is kind of a fun public secret and then you can announce like after the birth yes that's so fun who knows because then also i don't like at a baby shower i mean do you even do baby showers for a second uh they do it it's called a sprinkle what (laughs) what the heck is that what are you talking about i know it's called a sprinkle 
What, what, do you, what is Instead it called? Instead of a baby shower, a second. Oh, oh, the baby sprinkle. A baby sprinkle. And that's like a baby after oh, the first. Funny. And it's like, okay, well, we're going to have maybe a small get together and maybe just like bring over diapers because we have oh, most sure. everything else, whatever. But it's called a sprinkle instead of a yeah, shower. Yeah, look, I don't, need a, I don't need a baby shower. We already got everything. That's fine. We're just going to have a raging party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my baby shower was popping last year. Your baby year. shower was so much Everyone, fun. Jess was litty. I Everyone. got so intoxicated. <laughs> It was like you were dragging me out, and I'm like, I'm, I love you, I support you so much. I'm so sorry that you can't drink. I'm gonna be dragging my ass to tenants of the trees, a bar across the street. Bye. <laughs> so maybe we'll do something like that again. But uh, I, yeah, I also don't like if people know the sex of the baby, and then they're getting all this pink shit or I blue know. shit. Yeah, I mean, I did make no, on my baby shower. I said, please just send. I knew neutrals. I was having the sex was a uh, was a lady, and please, I said, all please. Black. <laughs> all neutral i literally was just like gray yeah. black beige i just i don't know you yeah because it's just kind whatever of cool. color you want yeah 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 so we'll see what what happens i don't know if i can keep it even a secret from from instagram if i'm having a little boy or a little girl but there's pros and cons to each because Sorry. uh if i have a little girl the sisters will be only 16 months apart if everything falls on the ex- expected date. And that's, that's really fun. So close and so fun. My sister and I are only two years apart. It's a blast. Yeah. And if it's a little boy, how fun because we haven't had a little boy yet. Yeah. So I'm excited for either. I just want to know. I feel, I feel, yeah. Yeah. It's just fun that they're so close too. That's going to be. Oh, it's going to be a nightmare, but. It's going to be a nightmare, I'm sure, for a little while. <laughs> But, but I'm getting it over eventually, with. yeah. So that's the way I kind of viewed it. I'm like, we're we're getting it over with. We're, yeah. So how did you find out? Okay, well, now let's get into the, the not the the, the, uh, the interesting part. So I don't think I've ever talked about this publicly. Maybe I have. I probably have about Ruth how she was conceived. Um, <laughs> don't have to get into the details of that. Please give us them. But basically, <laughs> all right. I just really want to give a disclaimer on this because um, with Ruth, we were using the pull-out method. But then the thing with Ruth is that um, Grayson didn't pull out. So, you know, when you don't pull out, that's when babies can be made. And I don't know. I'm not sure why we didn't take emergency contraceptive. We were just sort of like, I have have no idea why. I've taken it before. But for some reason, both of us were just like, well, let's see what happens which was really weird. And so I, f- I took a pregnancy test a couple days before my period was even supposed to get there and I got a big fat positive. So, yeah. Well, so then after Ruth was born, and this is where I think like people might be like, oh, you idiot. And I got shit from my friends and family, but we had been using the pullout method mm-hmm. since Ruth was born. Here's the thing. Um, my body and my emotional well-being do not react well to being on hormonal contraceptives. Sure, sure. Um, I also get allergic reactions to copper bracelets on my skin, so I have been advised that a copper IUD would not be a smart choice for me. Uh, if on your wrist you get reaction, yeah. can you imagine? Oh, Lord. Yeah, there there's, can be a lot of issues, actually, yeah. if your body tries to reject the copper IUD. Uh-oh. So I felt I researched that, and I felt like it wasn't good, a good option for me um, postpartum. And, uh, so that kind of leaves you with, I mean, barrier methods like condoms. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I guess Grayson could get a vasectomy, but well, obviously we didn't you feel guys, ready to make that decision. We wanted yeah, more children wanted together. More children. 
And then maybe I might be missing some, but all the rest that I know of are hormonal contraceptives. Uh, I mean, abstinence, but we, we decided not to go with that. We didn't feel like it was right for They're our no relationship. Sex. Yeah. Uh, and then that leaves you with the pull-out method. And here's the thing. Um, you know, the pull-out method gets a really bad rap, but a lot of people use it really successfully. In the time that you've success, like used the pull-out method every time, you haven't gotten pregnant. When you've, you, you know, like mm-hmm. if it's used properly, it can be an actually an excellent form of contraceptive contraception for monogamous relationships. It can be really great. And I kind of wish that people would stop looking on people who use the pull out method as irresponsible because it really does work effectively yeah. for some people in some relationships. Yeah. And and here's the background. I mean, Grayston has been sexually active for, you know, about 15 years now. And in every monogamous relationship he's been in, he's used the pull out method and it has been successful. Yeah. And for years that I've been in monogamous relationships I have used the same when not on hormonal contraception which like I said was not good for my emotional well-being so even in yes I know there are people be like have you tried different kinds yes I used NuvaRing I used three different types the oral birth control I was never it was it never worked for me uh in the in the way I wanted it to so anyway we had years of history yeah. of this method working for us and of barring of course Ruth, but that's, we weren't using the pullout method when he came inside me. Like, you know, it's just being real. <laughs> came inside me. Yeah, that, yeah, for the, sure. You know? So we were like, okay, we will just use the pullout method 100% of the time mm-hmm. and be really careful about it. Well, I don't know if we're just meant to have babies together or what the deal is with that, but I was two weeks late on my period. Granted, I've only had two periods since Ruth was born. So when I missed my period, I thought, okay, yeah, I, my hormones are probably still shifting. Exactly. That's, that would be expected. Like, sure. yeah. You, I, you when know, I first got my period back after Ember, I had random for like a few months. They were on and yes, off a little and, bit. And periods change a lot after uh-huh. you give birth, at least yeah. for me they have. Absolutely. And so I was just like, you know, that's probably what's going on. And then, yeah, about two weeks after I missed my period, I was like, well, I do have a test here. I have a test in the house. It was in the morning and Gray was in bed with Ruth and I was just like, I didn't say anything to him. I was just like, whatever, I'll take it. Because why not? Oh my God. And my shock when I saw the little line go across and see the double line on the pregnancy test, so red and so <sighs> there. It was very there. I was just immediately my body was like almost convulsing i was shaking so hard and i was just like in utter shock and disbelief then again people are my sister was like well because you idiots were using the pull-out method i'm like no this has been working for years when you use something here's the thing regardless of like what whoever's listening to this their personal opinion about the pull-out method when you've been using it successfully for years and then all of a sudden it doesn't work (laughs) it's shocking shocking. (laughs) sorry it's shocking (laughs) yeah so i was just in disbelief and I went to Gray I walked into the room and I said Gray I don't know how to tell you this and he was just like what <laughs> like it just you know just barely woke up he's like what and I'm like imagine the worst possible thing <laughs> oh, no. so he said and he goes he was like what <laughs> of course it's not the worst possible thing my dramatic ass there's so many worse th- I mean it's not even necessarily a bad thing um <laughs> But I was trying to break it to him, you know, because I was like, oh, God, how is he going to react? Because our relationship got put through so much. Well, you guys and then you guys have been just doing so well, like 
And you know what the crazy thing is? Only a week before, we had a serious conversation and said, you know, we want to continue growing our family. But we had like a sit down conversation about how we wanted to. um, I made an appointment with an agency to have an informational meeting about how we could apply for fostering. And we had like sort of made that conscious decision like, you know what, moving forward, we'd like to start fostering instead of having another child right now. And so I was like, what the heck is this cosmic (laughs) bullshit, you know? And, but, and, and And you guys too, it's like, you know, he opened a gym very recently. Like I'm trying, I wanted to finish, I wanted to finish school by June. I was going to be able to finish school. You have a line, a brand coming out. You got the podcast. You're a busy woman. And all (laughs) of that's kind of like, yeah. And, and then, you know what? I had a second where I sat and I evaluated and I was brought back in a little bit of a traumatic way to when I became pregnant with Ruth. Mm -hmm. And I do want to just give some background because um, Grayson and I definitely did talk about me having an abortion and terminating the pregnancy. And um, for me, I knew I wanted to become a mother. And for me, when I evaluated where I was at in my life, um, like I'm talking about with Ruth, I knew instinctively, intuitively in my soul that Grayson would be a fantastic dad. And I also knew, I don't know, I, I leaned into my intuition and I was like, well, this may not be on my timeline. Like, I think that I can, I think that this will be a good thing. You had a shocking amount of peace, I will say, as an outsider. Mm. Like, obviously, you were stressed like crazy because wow, this is like life altering potentially. Um, but you had just this like aura about you where it was like, "Mm -hmm." but now so even more like times 10, but like with it, with Ruth, I was like, I remember being like, why am I crying? (laughs) I remember being like, so in shock sitting down with you being like, you guys have been together for a few months and you were just so calm about this and knowing like, no, I know that there's just something like uh, this is, this is my, this is the time for me. And I said to Gray, you know, it's going to be okay when I was Mm -hmm. pregnant with Ruth. And he was like, but what if it's not okay? And I was like, well, I just know that it is going to be. And I just, for some reason knew that. And so because of that, I felt like terminating the pregnancy wasn't the right option for me. Um, and then with this one, you know, it was, it was honestly at first, like the same thing where Grayson's like, we just can't do this. I can't be a dad. <laughs> I'm like, you already are one. Sorry, you know? you're already <laughs> <in> panic. <laughs> He's like, I can't be a dad again. Like, I, uh, you know, panic, panic, totally. panic. How are we going to do this? Of and course. this time, you know, I was just like, no, like you got to trust me again. Like it's going to be okay. And there, and there was definitely, like you said, this time t- a hundred times the first time where I was at peace. One, it was, you were, you were like, I mean, I know like the day it happened, you were like in crazy shock, but you were like gelling. Every time I'd see, I'd be like, are you, are you okay? And you'd be like, <laughs> are you fine? on something? <laughs> like, is there something that you're not telling me? Like, are you taking something on the side to like gel you out? It's fine. No judgment. Um, but no, you literally were like, yeah, just, I mean, I think the difference too, again, from the outside was that, that I was so had so much admiration for you with with Ruth you I know you intuitively knew that Gray would be a good dad but and this is when I remember talking to Evan and being like this it is this girl this is time for her to have a baby because you were so confidently like 
even if Gray were to leave tomorrow, I know I want to have this child mm. and I want to have this and I would have this child alone, like, and I'm good. And that you were ready for that and that's what you wanted. Mm. So now, after yeah, got as, as having, having seen yeah. what an amazing dad Gray is and you like, you knew that, but now you really know that, that it's like, you know. Oh, he's blown me away with the amount of like joyfulness that parenthood brings him. Like, he can become so stressed and so wrapped up in what's going on in his life. And like the minute he sees Ruth, it is just like all that melts away. He is like, he's just so good. He's such a freaking natural at it. Like, and he brings a joy to it that I don't even think that I, that I do sometimes. He's just loves her so much and is just so he's good at it. He's really good at it. That was obvious day four when I, we walked into the house when like Ruth was like four days old. He has, he's wearing her, he's bouncing (laughs) her, he's laughing. And I'm like, what's happening right now? Like, why are you guys so okay? (laughs) (laughs) Baby stuff factors a lot into that too. But I know he was just so like, it was so meant to be. And so this time I'm like, sit down, buddy. This is going to be fine. We got this. We are old pros. And um, there's a sense of peace after we went through so much hard relationship stuff with Ruth and how much joy. And I told him this, like she brought us together in a way that like people don't usually talk. They talk about kids split, kind of splitting people up. Yeah. I mean, because it's, having a child is it's a lot and talking about the first year but that this first year with ruth has been like it's brought us together and so and united us in so many special ways so i'm like baby number two like let's do it times two so um (laughs) so it's exciting and and it's just different it's just knowing that we can come out on the other end and and there is just a sense of peace and when i told him like no we're doing this he was just like okay and he immediately started making jokes he's like my life is over no more surf trips for me but uh but i know he's happy and he's excited and so crazy right and uh what is that four air signs that are now in your home oh my god (laughs) so if this baby comes around june 18th if this baby comes before june 20 i don't know what the day is june 20 something it's gonna be a gemini which makes us Libra dad, Aquarius mom, Aquarius baby, and Gemini baby. That is one floaty house. <laughs> There's a lot of air. And we all understand each other. So that's the good it's thing. It's very beautiful. Is we, is we get you it. You guys get each other. We get each other. So And baby number two will get you all too. Oh my God. I'm like, I don't know what it's going to, I wonder if it's going to be different. I wonder if Ruth was like a blessing to us being such an easy child if like, and we needed that. Now that we've got everything unlocked, the second one's going to be like, hold the phone. <laughs> I'm Mike here drop, to wreck yeah. shit, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, Whatever happens, you guys got it. And yeah. I'm so excited for, for all three of you. Thanks. Um, so I'm going to pause for a second and let you guys know that currently in L.A., we are going through, at least the Weather Channel says when we're recording this a few days prior, uh, that we're going through like a four day rainstorm. Uh, and if that's what the rest of this winter is going to look like, God knows I am not going out shopping. I refuse. But then how will I ever get my home cooked meal on? We have the answer it's HelloFresh. Which will also be the answer to my new life with two kids. Yes. <laughs> so absolutely. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit with easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. And you'll have everything you need to have an amazing dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. 
You can break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes every week. There's something for everyone, from family recipes to vegetarian and fun menu series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. Yes, HelloFresh has uh, more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something delicious. Uh, The other night, I prepared HelloFresh's Southwest Stuffed Poblanos. They were insane. They were so good, and I felt like an actual queen after I made them because I was like a very fancy chef. Um, Oh, and also their pasta parmesan with the zucchini. So good. All right. Uh, Craving it right now. Also, with uh, HelloFresh, you can add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like oh, garlic bread and cookie dough. Okay. Yeah, not a bad add-on. And you can easily change your delivery days, uh, food preferences, and skip a, a week whenever you need. They really make it super seamless and delicious. Oh, and do we have a deal for you broads today? It's a Thanksgiving miracle, really. You can get nine free meals. <laughs> nine? <laughs> With HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash broads9 and using code BROADS9. Yes, that's nine free meals with HelloFresh by going to HelloFresh.com slash BROADS9 and using code BROADS9, B-R-O-A-D-S, and the number nine. I was like, you know, when they when they uh, first become sponsors, they will send you things, and mm-hmm. I'm like, we didn't get nine meals. Yeah, what? <laughs> I'm going to use this code. Where's my more free meals? <laughs> I'm going to have to create a new email to create a new account exactly. so I can get yeah, we're nine hacking more. the system. <laughs> um, so, Becky, can we talk about one of our most favorite products Dude, I ever? Love this product. We we use this constantly, and we recommend it to everyone. It's Meltdown by Bloom, a safe and effective spot treatment for pimples, breakouts, and blemishes that leaves your skin clear and glowy. Oh my gosh, I love Meltdown by Bloom. I put a few drops of it in my foundation and mix it in every day <sighs> to give a little moisturization but also to help keep my skin clear. Meltdown by Bloom is made with a unique blend of essential oils including black cumin seed, blue tansy, my favorite ingredient. Uh-huh. Blue tansy is fantastic. Tamanu, rosehip and lavender. It does not contain harsh chemicals, no benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, sulfates or parab- parabens, no added fragrance fillers or preservatives and it's pregnancy safe and vegan and cruelty free hello uh, and it smells so good too oh, it really does. it's really light and hydrating and clear and dries clear not a gel or paste so you you can wear it under makeup or mixed into it like becca was saying um it doesn't cause skin to peel dry flake or scar and it even fades scarring we've been told that's what we've heard customers love this product check out their website bloom.com that's bloom spelled b-l-u-m-e to find hundreds of verified five-star reviews no time to read the before and after photos on their instagram page will amaze you check out bloom for safe sustainable self-care products including face wash toner deodorant and organic pads and tampons right now our listeners will get 25 percent off and free shipping when you go to bloom.com slash chatty that's bloom.com slash chatty for 25 percent off meltdown spot treatment by bloom if you don't love it you can return it for a full refund no questions asked by the way this is spelled b-l-u-m-e dot com slash chatty b-l-u-m-e dot com slash chatty all right (sighs) what else is there anything else about this pregnancy that i should cover like burning questions you think people will have i mean minus like how uh, he or she was actually conceived um (laughs) (laughs) the details on that it's the dirty they may have happened in our i don't i don't know it could have happened in our uh, shower sex chamber. Who even yes. knows? Yes. Oh, yes. Your new shower shower sex chamber. My new shower sex chamber. Um, 
Yeah, we got in our new place. This is the thing, though. This Tell is me. such a first world problems complaint. Too but, slippery in there. Yep. No. <laughs> but the, nah, yeah, actually, I could get a little sticky. There's solutions for that. No. Um, in my last pregnancy, we had a bathtub at our old apartment, and we don't have a bathtub oh, in this. Yeah, new you're place. gonna have to get one of those big blow up ones. And I put guess it. they'll have to get a hot tub. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to start working on construction in the back. Thank God there's space for it. Can you imagine? <laughs> Thank God I have an excuse now. <laughs> yeah, just something just something uh, basic, sunken in the yeah. ground. Marble, white. Marble, yes. <laughs> um, Cloth wood. <laughs> no, but I am bummed because we don't have a tub. Yeah. Which is also kind of sucks for Ruth's bath time, but shower's phenomenal the shower is great for I the sex it. ruth is just you know yes. fil- she's filthy I but <laughs> really am wondering what the fuck happened i i don't know i mean maybe here's the pre- deal the, some people's pre-cum has sperm in it yeah we talked about that right like i mean i've heard now i'm not a doctor so i was, I was the DM today okay. so what are you about to say okay so i had heard that it's something like what 24 hours that it can stay in the tubes maybe more of a man's uh penis that if they let's just say have sex um 24 hours before or masturbate or, or masturbate that the pre-cum can have uh oh i see sperm, sperm. from the cum mm-hmm, because it can last oh That's what i didn't think about that so let's just say you guys had a double session or you're you know you hook up with some dude and he jacked off like a couple hours before your date but you're to make talking sure. about me i was like what are you <laughs> talking about i don't know whose baby this is <laughs> but if it is gray's <laughs> no but for real i mean that's that's what i've heard possibility or maybe he just didn't maybe he didn't actually pull out in time i mean don't you know though you would think i always do the waddle and I know if it comes out. It, all it takes is one drop. One drop has like millions of sperm That's in it. That's true. What a wild deal. I forget that they have so many sperms and we only have so many eggs. I know. Yeah. Our eggs are numbered. Mm-hmm. So, oh, so you're saying besides that, what other, what other burning questions? Names, like with Ruth, we didn't. Yeah. Do you we, don't, I mean, do you have any names or are you just kind of like going to let it happen? Because it, it, what, did you not officially name Ruth until like two or three days after? I think a little bit more. I think it was maybe was like it four more? or five, to be honest. Okay. Um, well, with Ruth, you know, we actually did have a name in mind for a girl. We liked Raina. It's really cute. Yeah, but when Ruth was born, I saw her and I was like, this chick is not Raina. Can you, you imagine just if her name was Raina? No, I just don't think not it fits at all. Her. Not at all. Isn't it? So, okay. If you haven't had a baby, then this might sound so Bullshit. <laughs> bullshitty and weird and like, oh my God, I just, I made <laughs> eye contact with my baby and like he or she spoke the name to me really like with his, his or her mind. Um, but you, you really do know there's like this thing where all of a sudden you have the baby and you look and you're like, they're not that or they are that. Sure. Even yeah. though they just look like kind of a an alien being, yes, yes. <laughs> they just came out. But you, you know, mm-hmm. and so I saw her, and I was like, "Raina's not that ain't it." So we came up with Ruth because it was Grayson's grandmother's name. Mm-hmm. She had passed away. It was a really special tribute to his mom's mother, and uh, and it also just fit her. We were like, we can call her Ruthie, Ruthie Ray. And Ray actually, so the reason I was going to name her Raina is because I had a dream that I had a baby girl we named Ray. 
So I was like, how can we incorporate this into a name? We'll call her Raina, but then that didn't fit. So I was like, okay, let's do Ruth Ray. But then we also knew that we wanted to do De La Luz, which is my father's middle name, which means of the light in Spanish. So we're like, you know what? De La Luz has already three names. Let's throw in a fourth middle name. So she'll be Ruth Ray De La Luz Martinez. I mean, Leonard. I wish it was Martinez, but alas, that's not how it works. And I gave Gray that. I'm like, all right, you can have last <laughs> You gave it to him. So we researched, um, my aunt has been researching our genealogy, and my dad has the middle name De La Luz, but he was not the first. There is um, an uncle who's also Jose De La Luz, and uh, it's really interesting because my dad's family, like, I can't remember if it was Jose De La Luz. I think it was him. He was, like, an entertainer, and actually I think his son now has his own, like, sports network show in Mexico. Oh, wow. And so it's kind of interesting, sort of this this cool thing about, and, and now, you know, I'm sort of working in entertainment. So all that's kind of interesting. Well, then come to find out uh, that uncle is not the first De La Luz. And there's actually De La Luz even further back. A woman named Marina De La Luz. And Marina is a Ooh, beautiful Marina's name. Marina is a beautiful name. So we oh, heard that one that. the other day. I'm like, oh, if it's a girl, I really like Marina. Ruth and Marina. So that's it's pretty. Really pretty. So, But I think we'll wait until the boy comes. Would you be I mean, willing? The, the boy, I just said the boy comes. I meant the baby comes. I. What do you think? I definitely have like a, a, a I, I think it's going to be a boy. Oh, I kind of hope so. I've been, I've been like, I feel this in my soul, but then I'm going to be like, I feel it in every part of me. And then you're going to be like, it's a girl. And you're like, like it's okay, because cool. she has masculine energy. Yes, That's why I, I said I, that. I relate with her. I see her. I understand. <laughs> um, would you be willing? I feel like it would be what? so fun to have maybe the psychic, psychic, or excuse me, the medium that we had on before, and see if <gasps> like maybe someone is like reaching out with like a name to Ooh, you. Yes, I love that. I yes. feel like maybe one of your family members might like give you a name. We have to get a medium on <laughs> ASAP. Yes, I love that. I think like it would be so special if I like would you had. Them. <gasps> And well, also just talking about Ruth, too. Yeah. So Luckily, cool. I've been taking medium classes. I'm just kidding. I'm I was like, like, I'm like, did you see how disappointed I was that you hadn't told me? I you were devastated. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think you can take those classes. I'm pretty sure that just naturally is a gift that I don't have. I was like, Skillshare? Is this <laughs> something new that they're offering? It's a new class. It helps you. You connect with that part did you of your brain. mediumship? Because that sounded real, too. Um, I mean, I don't think I said mediumship, but like, yes, that's what popped Maybe up I in my that. brain, like a class on mediumship. I was like, that sounds about right. Mediumship. You could be interning under a medium or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's anyway. an option. So we got to get somebody on to do that. That would be so That'll be fun. fascinating. Okay. But we had some boys names uh, before Ruth was born. Lewis, L-E-W-I-S. We really liked I for some that. reason. Lou Leonard. We could call him that one. Really well, Lewis Robin. is like such a um, like a literary name too, mm-hmm. and that's very much like both of you too. That would definitely make sense. Gray I remember also when went I to met Lewis and Clark school. Yes, he went to Lewis and Clark. When I met Gray's dad, God, what book was it? <sighs> there was a book. Um, maybe the Swiss Family Rob. I don't remember what book it was, but we were at your baby shower, and I hadn't met uh, Gray's dad yet. Yeah, and I'm like, who is this? 
handsome <laughs> older gentleman who like looks like some sort of artist and he comes up to me and he's like he introduced himself and I'm like oh my god I'm like taken by you and then <laughs> and then I heard him like pull Gray aside and he was holding one of the books that someone brought for Ruth and it was some like classic maybe and it was he, Robert Louis Stevenson maybe it was maybe it was and he was holding it and he was very much like son this is a good and they had like this like father son moment that I was like tapping into that was very literary and very like magical yes. moment and I I was like, "Ooh, cool! Why am I not part of this family?" <laughs> you were definitely tapping into a real thing because um, Gray and his dad have a very like literary bond. Gray's dad is a writer, and Gray is a voracious reader. I mean, he I, will read two books a month and any kind of book. I was very blatantly eavesdropping, and I think my mouth was hanging <laughs> open because like my family's very much just like. Did you watch Bravo this week or not? <laughs> So hearing that, I was like, what is this magic? Well, my dad yeah. was in town last week uh, and was great. And he's like, you just read a lot and read all sorts. My dad was just like the kind of the same where he was just oh, like, yeah. wow. And he's also like what something I love about him is that he's not like a, if you live in L.A., you'll get this. A lot of people from L.A. are like, oh, my God, I love to read. And then you go over to their house and you're like, I don't see a single <laughs> book. Uh, Gray is one of those ones where he doesn't talk about it. And then I went over to your guys' house and I've seen him reading. I'm like watching the stack or seeing the stack of books and him talking about stuff. I'm like, oh, you're one of those people who's like a secret a reader. Real reader. <laughs> a real reader. Because he doesn't have to talk about it because he exactly. just does it. Exactly. Yes, I know. And he won't get rid of a single book. And we have so many. Oh, my God. What if one of one of your children becomes a reality TV superstar and the other one becomes like an author? That'd be dope. Yeah. I have a place in my heart for each. Yeah, that's what and I'm saying. It's balanced. It would be fantastic. <laughs> On the other hand, like, you know, one of them is going to become some sort of scientist and the other one's going to become like a mathematician and yes. like, and we're going to be like, I don't know what to do with this, but we support you fully. <laughs> Nothing children. involved in the arts at no. all. <laughs> You're just like, hmm. Okay. Well, we can appreciate you for who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's the tea on <sighs> all of that. <sighs> Should we talk a little bit about the unplanned pregnancy? Yeah, let's do it. I think that that's something that a lot of people uh, will be able to relate to. So why don't you talk about your beautiful, fantastic daughter? Uh, My wild child. Speaking of, by the way, not understanding, um, being like, oh, you're a mathematician and I don't relate to you. One of mine and Evan's biggest fears was that we were going to have a child that was like very like smart mathematically or scientifically. And we were going to be like and had like no emotion. And we were going to be like, I don't know what to do with you. I don't know how to relate. So I literally would like pray. I'd be like, please give me a child that's emotional and sensitive that I can understand. And I birthed the extreme of that. So be (laughs) careful what you wish for. (laughs) I, I birthed full emotion. And full creative psychotic energy. That's what I wish for. And I, yeah. So just to all you pregnant, oh pregnant people out there. Um, so, okay. So, because our situations were very, very different. Um, they when you, were. When there are so many different kinds of, uh, quote, unplanned pregnancies, which by the way, over half of children are unplanned. But there are certain circumstances that are a bit more shocking. With our situation, Evan and I had been, at this point, we've been together, I mean, eight, maybe not, yeah, eight or nine years. But we had been married for like two and a half years um, or a year and a half, maybe. I don't know, something like that. And, um, but we did, we were not 
ready to have children. It was in very, fact, hadn't you had a conversation like the week? We before? had literally, I don't know what the hell it is with a week before conversation, but whenever you, it's the universe yeah, laughing whenever, in your <laughs> exactly, face, whenever you sit down with your significant other and go like, uh-huh. so I think this is what's going to happen. The universe goes like, N- gotcha. Basically don't make any plans. Cause, cause Just, the, the world's going to make a fool out of you will laugh in your face. Um, so we literally had had a conversation. We'd always thought we're like, yeah, we want to have children. I think whatever, but we hit a certain point. Um, I was like, he was like 27 and I was 26. I think at this point and we both career wise, things were starting to like kind of take off. We were both yeah. super busy. Um, I was in wardrobe styling. He was in music. We were gone constantly. And, um, I've discussed this on previous episodes, but I've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and also um, on Evan's side of the family and also on mine, but a lot on Evan's side of the family, there is a lot of mental illness. There's schizophrenia on my side. There's um, some bipolar. I mean, it, it, it's, there, it was a fear for both of us that we talked like, hey, what happens if we have a child and there's a serious mental illness? Like, do we want to make that decision and have a put like have a, a DNA Uh, like roulette where maybe one of our children may have to struggle with this. Like, I don't know. Um, And because of me getting diagnosed with bipolar disorder, I was like, what type of mom am I going to be? And I was so insecure and worried about that. So I was like, we sat down and we said, Hey, you know what? Maybe kids just aren't in the cards for us. Which by the way, we have a fantastic episode where we really go into mental illness and you talk a lot mm-hmm. about your experience and uh yeah you can search through the episodes to yeah. listen to that it's, in case that piques your interest just so you know titled bipolar something um bipolar awareness in the broads oh thank you nice memory regardless of that pregnancy brain you still have a better memory than me okay so um uh but yeah so we had kind of made that decision like kids aren't in the cards for us well i'll say this um evan and i were on birth not Evan and I were on birth control. <laughs> he was also I had him take it just to be sure. I would inject him with hormones in his ass every single day. Um no, but I was on birth control. I was on the pill and I took it every what day. <laughs> I'm gonna call it out. You best believe I was on low low estrin Effie. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> but also thank you. Greatest gift. Yeah. But appreciate my my precious precious daughter. Um but no I was on low low estrin Fe and I was like taking it i was very regimented about taking it um also just so all of you know birth control uh the pill is thrown around like it always works Mm. i believe the numbers are between 90 and 92 percent effective effective if you take it every day on the hour i thought it was 99 percent. no the pill isn't yeah because other factors i guess will I'm just gonna look it up real quick just so to make sure we don't get a bunch of shit. The pill, the pill, I believe the like 90 to 92 percent effective, and I believe that it's like an IUD um, is 99 percent or like Mm. 98 percent or something like that. Still, that's the one in the you could. But it's still there's the one. There's the one in the hundred, and at the end of the day, I was taking the pill. Okay, so women take the pill by mouth to prevent pregnancy, and when taken correctly, it's up to nine up to, which I don't know what that means. What does it mean? It's down to, up to ninety nine point nine percent effective. Okay. I had read something. You're not the only person I know, though, and yeah. so you could be the one in the freaking. I had read something that, like, realistically, it's like ninety two or something like that. I read maybe it maybe adding in user error, user error, maybe other factors like I don't know. Well, a lot of people don't tell you other factors like. Um, certain antibiotics oh, yeah. can contraindicate your uh-huh. birth control that your doctor just kind of uh-huh. forgets to mention so there's aspects like that too now i wasn't on 
I, I wasn't taking antibiotics, but this was, again, I've been taking the same birth control for six years, every single day on the on dot. The, on the dot. Um, and you know, it happened that we got pregnant one of those times. Um, we were moving out. I had her on a counter. <laughs> I can't she wait was to conceived tell Ember. On a counter. Ember was conceived on a counter. I can't <laughs> wait to tell her that one day. Um, it was in, it's just so weird to think about it too. Cause you're just like, wow, it was this quick session on a counter. And like, that's Ember crazy. Blows my mind. Um, <laughs> And boom, there and she boom, was. There she, there's a, a human life. It's pretty mm. wild. Um, but I, uh, I did not think I was pregnant. I would regularly take pregnancy tests just because my period was weird because I was on birth control. And then one day per usual, I had literally a stack of pregnancy oh tests my at my house. And I was flipping through a magazine, peeing on a stick as I would every few months just to like, and it was routine. I'd been doing this for years, <sighs> for years. And I did not think I was pregnant. I did not feel pregnant. Um, and there was two hard lines and it was a positive. And in that moment, like I was, I was so upset. The reality of it was, was there were so many factors. I was so, I was in shock. I did not, I'm like, I'm not ready to have a kid. I don't want to have a kid right now. I was freaking out. It was a conversation that you guys, it was a conversation that I was scared to death. And and may I just say this and I I just, I'm sorry to interject, but I, I was, I've been thinking this and. I am so sorry if you are one of those people who struggles with um, uh, any kind of reproductive issue or fertility issues. And um, I'm so sorry if this conversation is is triggering to you because I know that people's knee-jerk reaction is, you should be grateful. I would give anything for this. but. People are in different positions and people want different things in life. Yeah. And and it may be hard to imagine, but some people really do not want children in their life or do not feel ready or do not feel like it's the right time. And so when it, or work may be in a difficult situation with a relationship, with finances, what have you. So when you find out news like that, it really can be Devastating. It was devastating and, and a sense of loss and grief. Oh, and I can't imagine people who are who are struggling with reproductive issues or um, women who have had miscarriages. That was honestly that I had a moment where I did think I had a miscarriage and that really shifted a lot for me. Um, but I, you know, I was didn't even I was full panic, freaking out, ra- like literally just started sobbing, ran downstairs. Evan was downstairs working and I was like. He's like, why are you bawling? And I'm like, I'm pregnant. And, you know, he went white and was just kind of like, okay, 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 okay. And was like trying to just stay centered. And it was, I mean, it was three days of like, I didn't get out of bed and I cried. And I was just like, I was just in shock. Um, And I didn't, like I said, I didn't know what type of mother I could be with my bipolar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think I could be an adequate mother. And what if all of a sudden I have like some mental breakdown and all this stuff. And um, Evan was just kind of quiet and in shock for like a few weeks, like not saying anything. But I will say what happened with us was um, about a week and a half after I found out I was pregnant. And I was, I was already like seven weeks when I found out, I think. And um And then, yeah, about a week later, all of a sudden I started bleeding and I thought that I was having a miscarriage and I literally went from being devastated about being pregnant to being devastated at the idea Mm. of losing my child. And that was when then I was like, okay, 
I first of all, shift. well, exactly. I was like, first of all, my heart, like to my friends who had had miscarriages, like all, all of a sudden I, I didn't even experience it, but to my friends who had had miscarriages, I was like, Oh my God, like my heart was just like broken. Imagine, yeah. I can't imagine because I thought I did. And I didn't even, I didn't even plan this baby. Yeah. And I was just, just absolutely devastated. Um, but luckily I was able to go to the doctor and I just was like really low with proge- like my progesterone or whatever was mm. super low. So I had to start injecting my badge with this weird cream. Anyways, uh, it was <laughs> random, but, um, but then, you know, then the pregnancy was fine. And, um, that was, yeah, a huge, a huge perspective shift where I realized that did I, think that I was ready to have a kid? No. Did I feel ready to have a kid? No. Did I know if I was going to be a good mom and a capable mom? No, but I wanted to have my baby. And Evan, it took him a little longer. He was always very supportive, but it, he just, it always takes longer yeah. for dads. And I mean, it, I, and I have to give them credit. Like they're not actually carrying no. the being, especially when you're early on, they literally can't even see a bump. No. So it's just like, why are you so emotional about yeah. this? Like they just can't wrap their brains around it a lot. But, um, I remember the first time that he was, he was laying his head on my stomach and she kicked. And then that was like, you know, bawling mess, like whatever. <laughs> um, I, the first ultrasound too was pretty intense, um, um, intensely emotional. But I know I didn't cry, and Grace did when he heard the heartbeat. He's like, really? "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> See, I felt so mm. bad when I heard the heartbeat, and Evan heard the heartbeat. We were both like, "Cool." And it didn't connect with me at all. And then I was like, "I'm a, I'm already a horrible mother. <laughs> I'm not connected with this heartbeat oh, at all." But man, then as soon as but then as soon as I saw the the ultrasound, then I was like, "Okay, I connect." But you know. That's also, yeah, that's different for different parents too. Yeah. And no one should ever feel guilty about their process and in, no. in dealing with motherhood. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was one of those things where, and again, it's like, we weren't planning it. I didn't know. And I had my, I had my little one and I, <laughs> let's, let's get into that. Let's get into on the other side in a, in a second. Let's talk about like the other side of when, like, the 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 because we're kind of talking about like the part that sucks and then what about yeah. like the light at the end of the tunnel and oh my gosh you know because well I'll say this like when I saw um, ultrasounds and stuff I I would get emotional and when I'd feel her kick at first I was like emotional but yeah. then then you start getting really like oh my god <laughs> I'm uncomfortable and whatever and um I was not one of those people and I. I don't know if part of it was because of just like the way I'm wired or my pregnancy or because I was afraid of being pregnant yeah. and if I would be a connected mother and all that stuff. Um, I maybe that I had my guard up. I'm not sure, but I just was not feeling, I wasn't like, I wouldn't, didn't like look at my pregnant belly and hold it and go like, Oh my God, this oh, is me my neither. angel. I didn't me feel neither. connected. Okay. Me neither. Yeah. And I, and I think that some moms, even if it's a very wanted and planned pregnancy, I don't even know if every, I think a lot of people don't. It's not something yeah. people like to talk about because it feels like you're doing something they wrong. They feel like bad, a bad mom. And it's like, oh my God, you are housing a human being. You're putting in a lot of work. You're putting in a lot of work and your body's literally working on overdrive. So like maybe sometimes if your emotions don't like tap in, do not feel Cut bad. yourself a break. Cut yourself a break. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then as soon as um, I had Ember, I had her in the hospital and- she, I pushed for many, many hours. <laughs> she took a lot of work. Um, but 
it was, I mean, it was one of those for me. I definitely had an immediate moment. It, they put her on my chest and it was like, you know, the buzzing in your ears where you're just like, oh my God. And she like right away, like started sucking her thumb with the only time she's ever sucked her thumb. And, uh, and she just looking in my eyes and it was just, and she didn't cry at all. I remember she came out and never cried. And I was like, I have such a calm baby. (laughs) And she's the opposite. Don't be tricked when your baby comes out. Okay, wait, I want to talk about that moment. I want to talk about that, that moment for me. Cause when Ruth was born, cause I kind of had a different experience and I, I want to talk about that, but let's take a quick break. Yes. Um, so let's pause for a moment to talk about Noom. Actually, Noom has become such a helpful tool for me uh, mom is working on her intake of nutritious foods over here aka balance baby cheese boards and chocolate are forever for me but i'm working on making sure that the occasional hunk of broccoli or spinach is also a forever for me too um for a long time i i genuinely like ate zero greens and i would find myself shaky a lot and like weak and i'd get sick all the time because i wasn't getting the uh the nutrients i needed and it's important for me to show my daughter the concept of balance too and noom is perfect for that noom is special because it's an app and company that truly wants what you want they want to do everything they can to make sure that your goal is accomplished and that's it they push nothing on you and encourage self-love and care and uh, consistently ask how you feel most encouraged. There's no pressure. Simply asking what you want, what you need, why you're on this truly, and how you will feel most loved and supported. Um, like I've said before, because I am sensitive, I want encouragement and love and no pressure, just a gentle nudge to make sure uh, that I include some greens in my eating. And that is exactly what they've done for me through a goal specialist just for me. And they also have a community on the app, which is super beneficial. Um, Noom has been helpful for me and numerous uh, other people in both of our families. Mm -hmm. Um, And everyone feels really seen and encouraged through it. You don't have to change it all in one day because small steps can make big progress. You can sign up for your trial today at Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash chatty you just visit noom.com slash chatty to start your trial today that's noom.com slash chatty like moon backwards um (laughs) but yeah i mean it 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 was i had that moment they put her on the chest my chest and i was like immediately just like taken and i was like this is my best piece of like this is my masterpiece this is my best magnum opus oh literally it was like, and I've, I've spent my entire life feeling really weak huh. because people told me I was because huh. I'm sensitive and because of my mental illness. And when I pushed that baby out and they put her on top of me, I felt like a fucking badass. I'm like, this is what I made. And I felt strong and becoming a mother was for me, it changed everything for me. And I was like, I really came into who I was and I felt very strong and I was like how dare other people you know I just started to have this new perspective on life and she gave that to me I remember when you text me uh I can't remember how old Ruth was but it was like when you have one of those days when you like go out and you get everything accomplished with your baby you're like I'm unstoppable (laughs) you know like you feel on top of the world on top of the world yeah and it's really true so it's one of those things like and then I want to hear what your experience was but it's you know it's one of those things where um I and I I talk about this on our episode the bipolar episode but I had a huge hormonal shift and so much changed for me and I'm grateful to my baby for that Mm, too I feel like she gave that to me so there's these moments sometimes where I look at Ember and she's driving me crazy but I'll be like 
you helped you kept my me mental s- illness. Yeah. yeah. Like that, this is crazy. Like we gave each other something. Like, I don't know what happened hormonally, but I'm just much better now. And, um, she also gave me a purpose that I didn't know that I needed was looking for. Mm. Yeah. And, um, and the biggest gift ever. Mm. And it all came from an unplanned pregnancy that I was confident that I didn't want to have. Yeah. You know, but that was again, right for me in that moment. Yeah. But what about you? Oh, no, I was just going to inter- I was just going to add in when you were talking about the birth moment because it was so funny. Uh, I had a similar experience where during throughout the pregnancy, like I would have moments where mm-hmm. I would be sitting outside in the sun by myself and I would be like, wow, this is kind of incredible. Um, it's like because sometimes I, I would have this feeling while I was pregnant. Sometimes it's like you're touching Birth is so, like, this is weird to say, but birth can be so similar to, like, death in a way. Mm-hmm. You're, it's, it's a circle of life. It's the way we enter and exit the world, and it's like yeah. a, a spiral, right? Or like a, this, this, the circle of life. <laughs> you know, it's a circle of life. But seriously, like, sometimes when I was pregnant, I would feel like I was on earth, but I was, like, also reaching into the other side Mm -hmm. in another way, in this, like, in-between state, and also this very vulnerable state when I was pregnant of, like, this sense of, like, immortality, of bringing new life into the world, but also of mortality, because I was so, like, vulnerable. And so it was, like, this weird... Every once in a while, I'd have these moments where I was felt like I was touching, like, both sides of life and death at the same time. And those moments were really powerful. But in terms of be- feeling like connected to the baby inside of me, I didn't so much feel that. I didn't feel any kind of animosity, but I also didn't feel like you're talking about it, but like, my child, yeah. like, <laughs> and all that. I was. Did you feel kind of like this, like goddess, like Mother Earth, but maybe not necessarily connected to your specific kind baby? Of, but also not even, not really. I mean, like yeah. sometimes I would maybe say that, but... I mean, my skin was breaking out yeah. horribly and my hair was growing out from the pixie cut. And there's all these things that like that I was having issues with self-image where I didn't I didn't really yeah. like feel. Mother it was very goddess. it's very day to day, though, too. Yeah. Yes. So like yes. one day you'll feel very empowered and the next day you feel like absolute trash. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. We're like, I don't want to wear these <laughs> shitty maternity clothes anymore. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but then when she was born, I was sort of waiting for that moment mm-hmm. and it kind of didn't come. And it actually, instead, I remember because I would read these stories, uh, you know, both you and I had unmedicated births and I'd read these stories of unmedicated births where the woman would be like, and I held my child and all the pain slipped away because I saw the joy, like there, Uh this connection in our eyes. And I, I said this, I was holding Ruth and I was going, it still hurts. It still hurts. I can still feel it. Why is the pain melting away yet? I can still feel the pain. I thought my motherly love was supposed to quench all of this. Um, So, yeah. And you know what? I'm just going to be honest. Like, it's just been these past couple months where, and it may be actually more about, like, myself and what life has been in the months following Ruth with all of this just change outside of just becoming a mom. So many other changes. And it's really been the past couple months and maybe it's actually since I got pregnant again where I really just sit and I watch her and I like watch her move about the world and learn new things. And I am like 
for the first time really feeling like in awe of her. And mm-hmm. I've always loved her and of felt course. protective. And when I was pregnant, of course, I felt protective. Yeah. Like there's the instinctual part. Yeah. But th- with this sense of like emotional connection to who this person is on their own as an autonomous being uh, has really flourished actually just in the past couple months. And me seeing her develop as her own separate person is really yeah. has been magical. Age has been also crazy too with the little ones. Like just so you also feel seen in this, I had the moment where I put her on my chest and I felt unbelievably connected for maybe about an hour. <laughs> and then reality hit. And then, that n- and first then the hospital night. room was cold and I my vagina felt like it was on fire for a few weeks. And I could, didn't slick. I mean, then you're like in this weird fog. And I remember maybe when she was like two and a half, three months and she was bawling and I was looking at her and I remember being like, have I felt connected to you at all ever this mm-hmm. entire time since that one moment that In you fact, and I... In fact, I feel like I hate you Yeah, right no, literally yeah. it was, there were these moments of that, but I remember that one specific being like, since that moment I had you on my chest, like, <laughs> have I felt connected have since? Have I felt that and, again? Yeah. And of course you are. It's just when you're in this cycle of exhaustion and all this, everything's new. And then even when I would imagine when you have a second, it's all new because it's a new human. Yes. Everything's going to be different. It's all different. Um, but, well, yeah, you, but all it, of a sudden when they're all this, I, it was a similar one. Then all of a sudden she was maybe like six, six months and I was seeing, and I was like in shock. And then you're like overwhelmed by the amount of love you have for this little yes. human. And it's pretty wild. Well, and we could say we don't feel connected, but then also, you know, you wake up every 20 minutes so to make sure they're breathing. And it's like, of then course. what is that? You know, yeah, exactly. if that's not connection, I don't know what yeah, is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You like, know? you don't maybe feel that way because you're like, maybe I don't want to write a novel about her right now. But right. that's because I'm too tired <laughs> to keep my eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> like, all these beautiful songs written about children. Like, maybe maybe one day I'll feel that way, but I'm just too tired right now to feel even, like, a, the slightest of that. But, yeah, that, <laughs> that goes without saying when you're like, I would literally throw myself in front of anything <laughs> for my child. Like, Point is, I think, like, Life is a blessing and no mm-hmm. matter what ways you come into motherhood or parenthood or if you never become a parent at all, I think we can agree that there's such a blessing of a new person, big or small, coming into your life mm-hmm. that you get to share love with and share this experience of this crazy planet Earth yeah. with someone else, whether it be Absolutely. a friend, a family member, a lover. Or a new baby. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's something to be thankful for. That is something to be massively thankful for. And to everyone listening, I mean, I hope that all of you have a day that is filled with love from someone, even if that, even if that love's just from yourself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. This is, it's so special that you're sharing this. It just feels like it feels familial and and again to everyone listening um those who've struggled with um fertility issues whether you are in the heat of that whether you're someone who doesn't ever want to have children and you are like my friends or my family or my my significant other or my pet or i mean whatever that connection may be uh step parents mm-hmm. foster parents adopted parents like thank you for loving who you love and and let's not take those those connections for granted no with whoever they might be you might even be alone traveling on thanksgiving today and you might stop and you know have an interaction with a gas station attendant and maybe mm-hmm. even just taking a moment to acknowledge like the humanity in each of us and like yes. seeing the people around you as beings who also deserve to be loved and to be uh, thankful for yeah Ugh. my heart is super full
I'm so glad I got to share this Me with you too. guys. Thanks for sharing. I mean, this is a big this is big news to share with yeah. everyone. I can't believe it. <laughs> it i love it well you know we're gonna be chatting more about that and uh and of course the bachelor coming up and, in a month and, and a i, half I or can't so. wait to um be back into the bachelor with a pe- uh, oh. pregnant becca again oh yeah <laughs> i know oh geez lordy hopefully we'll make it through bachelor and bachelorette season without this baby coming this time oh, um man. Which, by the way, we wanted to talk about Pete's promo vid. I know. I just realized we didn't get to it. Tuesday, I'm saying it. We're doing it. We're talking about we're ta- it. We're, we're going into time. batch. We are making time. We, we are so sorry. We promised in vain. But you know what? I think Becca's baby, and I think Pete would, would agree with this. Yes, Pete would. <laughs> that Becca's baby <laughs> is more important. <laughs> I don't know if he would agree. Yeah, he would agree with that. He's a I, nice guy. I think he would. He's, he seems lovely. He's, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> oh, Prove man. me right, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in, broads, new broads, and uh, friends near and far. Mm-hmm. We're thankful for all of you. Yeah. Have yeah. a wonderful day. Chat soon. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>